0: Ah, greetings. Care for a story? One of heroes and villains? Of swords and sorcery? Of romance and treachery? We'll pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi and welcome to this episode of the RPG Show. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and with me today I have the man, the myth, the legend, Nick Wait. What did he say, Gantner? How's it going, brother? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's been a while. It has been a while. Like, uh, and for those that haven't read the show title, we will be reviewing Legend of Dragoon today. And is and the thing the problem is, it's been two maybe three weeks since I beat this game. It's probably the longest gap between uh, finishing a game and us talking about it. And uh, a lot has happened in that period of time, so I'm going to try my best here. Uh, I still have very, very tight uh, on the things I did want to talk about. So if it was kind of superfluous, then I might have chucked that that knowledge um, out. That's so what we have you here for. You're the professional. You know everything about everything, so that's why I keep I you guess. around.
1: I'm in the same boat, though. I finished it a while ago. And I was <sighs> waiting for the
0: recording. So. We're the worst. And I, everything's going to sound different for a little while, because like, right now I'm doing everything out of a laptop, and I kind of only have half of my studio gear set up, and uh, I don't have the levels where I want them. The desktop I still have, it has all the presets and everything on it right, but I don't Um, it's kind of old and it's kind of a monster in that I, uh, the way everything is tied up inside doesn't fit in the case. So there's some components that are gasp loose. (laughs) So I don't want to move it around and do a whole bunch of unhook and hook it up any more than I have to. I want to wait until I have everything else where it's going to stay and then hook the desktop up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um. It should be by next recording. I should have the the recording desktop back with all my normal settings and everything like that. And then um, after that, it's just going to be a matter of uh, filling in the room more so that there's not as much echo. Um, Because right now it's just pretty much empty. It's pretty much a mattress box spring like a dresser and then my table with the laptop on it. And uh, that doesn't do a whole lot for sound dampening. So my apologies if everything sounds just wicked terrible, but you'll get the fuck over it. So.
1: Hopefully. If we have any uh, listeners left. because We haven't posted in a while.
0: We ha- we're only a few days behind. Like, we were due for our episode post on Monday. And we've had an episode post every two weeks since, like, the separation started. Yeah. So it's not like we're six months off schedule or some crazy shit like it hasn't been traditional content but it's been content yeah so that's true go fuck yourself and you did a perfectly fine job in the solo episode by the way i enjoyed listening to it got a good chuckle.
1: great i don't remember what it was about oh I, i did a mini review of this and then
0: discord question that's right yeah so if you want a good review of legend of dragoon go listen to the episode called nick fly solo and oh, uh just listen to that <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah legend of jagoon what was this this came out in north america what 2000 ps1 it's a uh, sony entertainment uh sony computer entertainment game right
1: yes yeah, i think it's first party title
0: first party title yeah it's um it is a uh you know it's your type of thing but typo thing what the fuck is a typo thing i'm just gonna just just god damn it all right um if you're new here what we do is we take a game and we split it up into a few different categories We of gameplay story music visuals overall experience and replayability we give each score one through five we do allow half scores because nick fucked it up early on so whatever and uh yeah that's basically how we do it and first as always is gameplay. Uh, so legend of Dragoon is a turn-based RPG um, but it's got some pretty unique it's it's mostly unique in its combat mechanisms right um, it, it you know your characters still level up and they get stats and all this kind of stuff but it's really it's most unique in its in its combat because it has a, a reaction based attack system so your character have a primary sort of attack pattern, and you have a uh, Square that comes radially into the center and you're supposed to time when it overlaps the square in the center of the screen with a button press and you can chain, and depending on which skill you have currently set to be your main skill the more times you land the um, button press perfectly the longer the chain goes and the more damage you do each attack has its kind of kind of its own rhythm to it its own number of chains um and uh you level each of those abilities up individually by having them equipped and using them and that sort of replaces your standard attack mechanism um that you would find in most turn-based RPGs because most turn-based RPGs you have to, like attack, magic, defend, item, right? Well here, attack has been replaced with this reaction mini-game almost. I don't it's it's not really a mini-game because it's part of the main system, but it, you know it's this it's not just as simple as attack and that guy runs up and does you know X amount of white damage and I, fi- I find it pretty pretty unique and at first I I really enjoyed this okay like I thought oh this is a change but uh, there are a significant amount of battles in this game that are pretty meaningless And uh, you do do some level of grinding and it does serve to what this along with some systems I'll get into in a second really end up for me drawing out the battles to be much longer and while not a problem again I still enjoy the fact that it's 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 giving me something engaging to do Um, some of the like I find myself a lot of times like switching to a lower chain ability because I didn't feel like sitting there and trying to to nail out like a four or five button combo or even a three button combo. It's like I don't really want to fucking do that. Um wow. <laughs> Cuz it takes like it's slow. It's it's so slow, Nick. And you can't tell me it's not slow. Uh I don't know what the
1: fuck you, like
0: It is slow. You, like
1: slow how? The and the animations you talk about the animations like running through the attack
0: yes, it's slow
1: it's not dude
0: it is so slow
1: how often you, you can miss the attack like fuck up the button presses
0: yes, so and there's like, and that's the that's that's so frustrating i should not I should not have to worry about fucking up like a basic attack skill like there is no basic anything, which is fine i I get it it's fine I'm just telling you. It's slow and pisses me off when I miss one, even though I've got it right the past dozen times. Now I fuck it up. It's like, come on, man. Like, uh,
1: well, I mean, I guess that's you, but it doesn't feel slow to me. It felt, and it felt, I felt rewarded every single time I managed to succeed. And yes, I got mad when I fucked up a combo that I've done already. Thank you, Gustav Wind Dance, so much piece of shit, <laughs> but uh, every time I did it, like, I don't know, I got, like, this dopamine hit, I'm like, fuck yeah, and I have this weird habit of quoting the characters' attack animations when they say it, so whenever I succeed in the attack, I'm like, gust of wind dance, yeah, fuck, suck my dick, bitch,
0: and, wow. then, I don't
1: know, it, get, it gets me a little excited doing it, I don't...
0: No, I mean, look, this is gonna be a game we're gonna have to agree to disagree on, okay, like, we know this is what's gonna happen, so let's just get that out the way. Like, right, no,
1: well, I'm just ca- trying to counteract your negativity a little bit. That's, that's
0: fine. fine, that's fine, that's fine. It's just that it's a bit slow, and it could be a me thing. We've talked about this before. Like, the way I play games might be different than the way you play games, might be different than the way, you know, fucking Voldemort plays games. And the way I play games is typically after my child has gone to bed, I'm already a little tired so, like, I'm at this point where it's like, all right, another fucking random battle, and I just want to get through it. But it's I've done something I a thing I can kill in one hit. I can't I can't kill in one hit now. I've doubled the fucking length of the whole fucking combat because I missed one fucking button press. Fucking pisses me off like tremendously. Because if it's like a four-button-press combo, and like you nail the first three but miss the last one, it's not like you're still doing a huge chunk of damage. The difference between hitting max damage on a combo and missing a button-press is fucking significant. <laughs> like, it's not just a little bit. It's significant. And it's frustrating. And for a game as long as this... Like, if this game was, say... Ten to twelve hours shorter, maybe, I'd be okay. But the game's already kinda I mean it's it's middle of the road for like RPGs for sure, but it's long enough that it's I get real fucking tired of having to do something stupid for random battles.
1: Well, that's why they made War God amulets and ultimate war god amulet accessories for people like you that you just throw on the the, I get the that. strongest edition and it runs through it. it automatically and you gotta worry I get about.
0: it. Yes, those are great. But it is—it's not like you get those early in the in your career. So, um, but the second major combat uh, mechanism is. Well, there's the, one more
1: thing about the addition system. Okay, addition, go ahead. There are enemies that will counterattack. Yes. What happens is your square is normally blue, but it will change to red, and you'll get like kind of a, a red reflective. Aura, I guess, on the enemy to kind of visually signify that they're about to counterattack. And it also makes a sound effect like a whooshing type yes. sound that's pretty loud. So you kind of you, you kind of have like half of a second to respond typically, depending on where you're at in the edition, because sometimes they pick a really shitty fucking spot yep. where you have to double tap and like you get maybe like half a second normally to, to, to double tap. But then you'll so you'll you'll nail the first tap, and then it's like whoosh, you're like oh fuck, and it adds a delay to the
0: yes, the it's whole the system too. So it's like it's the worst because like, like, cause will like, when it triggers the counter? Like it skips back a frame sometimes, where it'll be like it'll like come in and then like you'll hear the whoosh and like the little square will stutter back a second, and it's like what the fuck? You done just fuck fuck <laughs> like it just makes me so mad, Nick. Makes me so mad. Yeah.
1: Yeah that's a, that's definitely a thing I dislike very much. And also it it can be put in different spots. Like I typically notice that there's two spots in certain editions depending on how long they are. Like uh fuck, I can't remember the name of it right now, but there's one where it's usually after the second uh button press, but they can also be after like the fourth or fifth. And so if sometimes you'll you'll be like, "Oh yes, okay. So I'm not going to get counterattacked attacked because it missed." I got through the first one. And you get to the end and it fucking pops up again and you're not really mentally prepared for it. So you fuck it up and you're like, God damn it, I was almost there. Son of a bitch.
0: Yes. Oh, well. Uh, so your second main um, sort of combat, it sort of replaces, I would consider your magic command in your standard array of uh, RPG commands. And that's the Dragoon um, form. You care to explain a Dragoon form for us?
1: Sure, so uh, during the course of the gameplay, every character gets a Dragoon spirit and they cannot transform without it. So you'll be, at certain points of the game, you'll have characters who won't have their spirits. So you can't, obviously can't turn into Dragoon uh, and you essentially you're like, I don't want really to use them because they're gimped compared to the other characters at this point. But uh, once you get a Dragoon spirit, you get another kind of a Uh, I guess, a resource bar to fill up. Uh, It's called SP, and it grants uh, you the ability to turn into a Dragoon. You get SP from using additions. Uh, Different additions will get you varying amounts of SP. Um, Essentially, you fill up the bar from 0 to 100, and you get one stock, which equates to one turn as a Dragoon. Uh, The more SP you gain, the more your Dragoon form levels up, and the more stocks you can Stack up up to a total of five. When every character has their max stock uh in combat, like they're whatever, even if they're different levels, one can be level three, one can be level one, one can be level five. As long as their bars are full, you'll get a, a new command called special. And whoever you, you use that with, uh, it changes the background of the combat field to a color mirroring their element. And everybody turns into a dragoon. And what this does is it gives that element a slight boost. Uh, so if it's fire, they get your fire attacks get a slight boost, but so does the enemies. Um, normally in combat, if you just want to do one person at a time, you just select dragoon on the in the menu, and that character turns into dragoon. And they, what that does is it gives them uh, two new options: you get attack and magic. I believe I don't think that's a third one. I think you, I can't think. I don't think you can defend, but I can't remember. No, I don't think so either. Um, and it changes your attack from the addition system
0: to this, uh, like it's kind of like a timed wheel almost like it goes around and you got to hit it at like, there's like, so imagine like a at the 12 o'clock. So like, imagine like a, like a fuel gauge where there's all this green or like all this red, this little mark of green, and you got to hit it when it hits the little, the little bit and it kind of goes faster in rotation every time you, you hit the button. I was much more successful with that than the addition system, by the way. It was something about the timing on the Dragoon one that I nailed most of the time.
1: Well, it steadily increases, so you do it once. And you, you can have to... By the time you get to the fifth rotation, you have to kind of preemptively press it, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And so I think the... Well, you might have been more successful with that is it's it's a static system. Yeah. And there's there's nothing... There's nothing really happening mm-hmm. on the screen where as opposed to when you're using an addition like your the camera zooms in your character starts animating their attacks and you've got this fucking square spinning towards the center and you have the the then the back and mind you gotta keep in uh, keep in thought that they they may counterattack, so you' gotta hesitantly be ready to go to the o as opposed to the x and as when you're doing the dragoon form attack it's just a little uh symbol in the top corner of the screen. And as soon as you press X, it starts spinning and you press X, 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 and then you successfully did five chain and your character does the five chain attack, which just like the addition does the most damage and you go on with the day. Um, and the other option is magic and each character can learn four spells. They typically start off with a weak 10 MP spell. That's like either single target or does. Uh, some piddly healing or whatever, depending on who you're using. Uh, the second spell typically is a little bit stronger. Sometimes it's a AoE, sometimes it's a a stat boost. Third attack is typically super strong. Well, I'm gonna say super strong, but really strong. And it's either a really strong single target or a really strong AoE. And then you get your fourth attack, which they summon their spirit dragon thing, and it blows up the field. Typically. Yep. And uh, once you turn into a dragoon, you can't actually leave the dragoon form unless you end the fight or you run out of your uh, your stocked SP, and then you, your character kind of de-transforms back into their normal appearance.
0: Pretty much. And um, those are those are the the major ways that uh, this game differs from your standard like sort of RPG. Because uh, leveling up sort of occurs pretty naturally, like you would any other way. You sort of get better at additions by using them. Um, there's not a whole lot of special things going on in character progression. Like it's it's kind of cut and dry. They get better, you know.
1: Um, so that's the one more thing about combat that I want to yeah.
0: mention. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And that is there is
1: you can defend. And it does re- reduce damage by half that you take. However, it also heals your character 10% of their Correct. max HP. Correct. Which, is, which can be a godsend, especially because you have a limited item inventory to 32 slots, which fucking
0: blows ads. That's so stupid. Why do you Im- limit inventory? It's the worst. We've had this discussion, though. We've had this discussion before. It's just not always the best. Yeah. And it's not a lot. Like in this game, like the the inventory limit is pitifully small. In my opinion,
1: I thought I always think it's funny. You get like two hundred slots for gear, but thirty two slots for inventory. Yeah, it's, and like, it's like I can sell gear that I don't want. I but I can't even sell items I don't want because I'm like, fuck, am I going to use this next time I go into a dungeon? Like I might use this. Yep. And you get permanent items, so you never want to sell those. So you get at the end of the game, if you get them all, it's like taking up ten inventory slots. And you're like, okay, so I've got twenty slots for revives, heals, any magic items I want to
0: use. Yep, because the only other what way to fuck? use magic outside of the dragoon form is magic items, and magic items work kind of. You, you got to mash uh, X to build up the percentage. Is how that works. Because of course they couldn't have anything that was just as simple as fucking using it. So I've also uh, tried connecting
1: a turbo controller to the PlayStation to cheat that out, and yeah. you it works. It doesn't work. I guess they have like a built-in like, hey, this person pressed X a, th- a thousand times in a second. That's yeah. not uh, that's not right. So you'll get up to like maybe 200 max, but I've I, or like 190 something like that. It's a weird number, but I've manually button mashed, and I got like 220 before.
0: Huh. Maybe it's just the timing on the turbo controller, and sometimes that's the thing could be so but yeah it uh anything else you want to add about gameplay
1: Yes, so um you when you are moving through locations, it's screen by screen, and yes. there's typically some help uh arrows on the screen if you want them, you can turn them off it'll show you where your, your character is at all times by a little uh, triangle over their head, and it'll kind of show you where. Exits and entrances to the map bar. Um, and you can you move you move through map screen by screen, so nothing too fancy. But when you get to the overworld, it's a shitty dot movement thing where you move from location to location via dots. There's no real exploration in this game. No. Uh, you just you get you leave a town, you walk until the field uh, walk across the map to you get to the next location, you enter that, you walk through that. You exit the map again. Yeah, the world map
0: seems pointless. Like, I don't know, it just kind of seems pointless. Because then a lot of the ways, like, the forks occur in the little areas. So most of the time, you're just kind of walking through the world map. Now, you do, like, unlock some ways to, like, circumvent some maps. Like, a path will open up that will loop around a forest or something like that. But it just, it was very uh, underwhelming for cuz the, the PS1 has a ton of great world exploration in it and uh Legend of Goon does not.
1: I hate to make this comparison, I guess. Well, I don't really, but like Final Fantasy came out earlier than this and they've got a huge fucking open oh, a huge map. World map. Yeah. That you can explore and then you come into this and it's like mm, well even like Final Fantasy 8 does it. You have a big open yeah. world map. I think mo- most like wild arms does it like I, I'm hard pressed to find an RPG in the PS1 where you don't actually explore the world map. So this is
0: I mean, if I tactics, you aspect. don't. But like but, I would yeah, have much rather it have been a, a, that like where I just select the next thing I go to, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like instead of making me try and navigate this weird path thing where you got dots, but you can kind of walk off the dots, but not really and you kind of just Yeah,
1: I agree. There's also, there's one weird thing they did with the world map is you you fight uh, battles on the world map as well. And rarely you'll get a rare encounter with a special creature that they are, they have super high evade and you only do one damage to them. And some of them have like party wipe attacks. So you either run away or you wail on it for like a minute and then it runs away or you die. And the only real way to beat them is you have to like abuse. Some of the permanent items, like speed up, there's one that prevents the enemy from making any actions, you can lower their speed, and you just got to raise somebody's accuracy as high as you possibly can. And the rewards for beating them are typically a ton of fucking experience, a ton of money, uh, and they have a rare chance to drop, or a low chance to drop rare items, which is another thing I want to get into about fucking item drops. <laughs> you expect in a game like to drop... so. This is a fucked up thing they did. They give you thirty-two inventory slots, and then they give you two hundred gear slots. You're like, okay, I'll fucking deal with that. But then they make like item drop rates like fifty fucking percent. So you'll, after after a battle, you'll get like, oh, I got, okay, I got three fucking healing potions. Great, I don't have room for them, whatever. But then you go online and you find out that a certain monster drops a certain like gear item, and you're like, okay, well, I've got I've done got fifty fucking potions from this dude. Obviously getting this gear item to drop won't be too bad. You are wrong. You're wrong because it's like a fucking 2% drop rate. And some of these dudes you can fight 20 battles and see them maybe one time. So it's like mm, I don't know that I'm going to waste my time doing this shit. I don't see why they couldn't have increased the item drop rate a little bit for gear, but whatever. And also, you expect when you're fighting a boss if it has a fucking item to drop they don't drop it every fucking time. No. You know, this game's like, haha, hey, Fuck you. Because for, uh you're gonna have to reload your save and fight that guy again if you really want that item.
0: Rare boss drops are the worst. That's that's stupid. Like makes no sense. But yeah, this this game is, is like that. You got anything else to add for gameplay?
1: I don't think so. I think I'm alright.
0: Alright. So, um I think we've both kind of covered the things we we uh didn't really care for. You covered some things you liked. I mean, I'm this game is not without merit and charm. Like it appears on top uh, RPG lists for a reason. Okay. It does some unique stuff. Um, it is very different than your run of the mill RPG in terms of how you go about um, combat. And that, that can be refreshing. Um, I just think some of the systems overstay their welcome. they, they don't have the full impact of um, what they could. Um, just just a few balancing things and I think they would have had a much sweeter spot than what they have. And uh, is I think that's the reason why, yeah, it appears on a top a ton of like top RPG lists, but it's never in that top echelon, right? It's always that secondary or tertiary tier um, for people and i think there's a reason for that like and i've now learned the reason because it is cool and it does some unique stuff i just don't think it does it right and nicole should stop banging dishes just so (laughs) um
1: all right i'll close the
0: door uh but yeah it's that's um that's basically how i feel about it so gameplay for me is getting a three and a half where you at nicholas
1: i will also give it a three and a half that's because I think it's, it's fun to play, but if you get too hung up on some of the hangups, it'll pretty much like take you out of the element.
0: Yeah. Cause, cause it, 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 it adds a level of tedium that I don't need, um, at certain points in the game really. So, uh, we'll go into our first musical break, which is my choice. I choose boss battle two, um, A lot of the better music in this game is sort of uh, this heavy rock, heavy guitar um, stuff. And it's just a great example of that. So we're going to listen to Boss Battle 2. we come back, Nick will give us a little story recap, and we'll talk about the story. So story, Nick, why don't you recap it for me?
1: All right. So when the game opens up, you're treated to this uh, guy walk through a forest. Uh, some soldiers come by and he's trying to hide from them. And then suddenly he gets attacked by a big fucking dragon and runs away and he gets saved by this uh, black warrior. And he learns that his hometown was being attacked by the soldiers that he just saw. So he kind of runs over back there to see what the fuck happened. Um, and finds out that his childhood friend and love, future love interest uh, was kidnapped and taken to this prison. And he's like, okay, I guess I gotta go fucking save her. So you go there. Uh, oh, the main character's name start. Um he say he goes in there, he fights his way through the prison, he meets Labitz, uh, a soldier or a knight that's working for uh, one kingdom that's opposed to the kingdom that they're currently in in this a uh, civil war that's been going on. Um they save the childhood friend whose name is Shauna, and they escape and they decide to Which go just, with Labitz. Is,
0: I always say I said Shana. Uh
1: well, I say Shauna.
0: Because okay. I grew up with people named Shayna in my life, and I know that's how you spell Shayna. Is it? Yes. Well,
1: do they, do they ever vocalize it?
0: In this game, no.
1: Okay, then I'm going to keep pronouncing it fucking Shana, and you can suck my dick.
0: Well, it doesn't matter, because Shana has no ass. She's got this weird poly polygonal flat ass in this thing. It's the weirdest thing. She's
1: got, she got no ass, she's got no
0: tits. <laughs> it's just the worst. She's a... <laughs> She's still a preteen. Oh, it's terrible. But continue. Um,
1: all right. So they, uh, <laughs> so this this band of misfits escape this prison, and they go to uh, Lavitz's hometown, and they meet King Albert, and he they kind of enlist themselves into the the cause against the rival kingdom, and he sends them to go defend this city um, against that's been, uh, like, I guess it's on the front lines, it's being attacked by the other country, so they go there, and while they're there, uh, they get attacked in the middle of the night, and this big uh, guy, who's like equivalent to, I guess, a giant in this game, uh, they're called or something, uh, comes in, starts fighting them, they get you beat you beat the guy, but the, the game doesn't want to... Uh, but you actually uh, cut scenes after the fight. And uh, I think Ro, this one, Rose comes in and... Uh, no, she doesn't save him yet. Um, Dr- uh, Dart has this orb that, or this kind of amulet that he's been carrying around since he was a child. And it goes off and he turns into a Dragoon and kicks Congol's ass. And that's when Rose comes in and she's like, she starts explaining about the whole Dragoon thing and what that means uh, for everybody. Um, So essentially Kongo gets his ass beat, he runs away. Now that everybody's safe, uh, this now group of four people decide to travel to the city of Lohan, which is like a merchant city. Um, On the way there, uh, they fight the dragon that you saw at the very beginning of the game and kill it. Because it's being controlled by another Dragoon, who is the guy who was Lavitz's dad's best friend who killed him. And so Lavitz gets revenge. He gets a Dragoon spirit, which is going to be a thing that happens a lot in this game. You kill a Dragoon, you get their spirit, and then surprise, your character is actually a Dragoon. Everybody's shocked.
0: It's like, what are 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 the the chances? What are the odds that another member of this party is some fated chosen one?
1: God. So, uh, you get the, you get that, you go to the, the, the port city or the trade city, where the fuck it is, Lohan. And, uh, while you're there, oh, on the way, on the way through there, Shauna gets poisoned by the, um, dragons, the, the, the green dragon, wind dragon has this like thing that it does cause it's supposed to be like the, it's like a wind dragon, but it's also like a plant dragon or something. So it. Has nature going on with it? I don't the, know. There's some the, thing.
0: The that. elements made no fucking sense. None. Yeah. None. Uh,
1: so, this dragon has a thing where it's poisoned everything. So, its nest is full of fucking poison. Dart and Rose are immune to the poison because they're Dragoons. So, Shauna and Lavitz are kind of just dealing with it. But when they kill the, the dragon, whatever, Lavitz gets his Dragoon spirit. So, he becomes immune to the poison. So, then Shauna's the other one that's poisoned. So, you get to Lohan. She's dying, and everybody's like, "Ah, fuck! We gotta figure something out." So you end up going. You hear about this uh, plant that's supposed to be able to cure all kinds of poisons. So you go there to find it, and you end up fighting this bandit guy that's protecting this place because it's actually a temple to the old uh, white dragoon spirit chick. So you kill the, you fight the pirate, uh, the bandit guy, then the uh, the white dragoon's ghost appears and she deems dart worthy because you have you actually have a, like a boss fight but it's like you ask you answer questions yeah, it's answer uh what wrong, they where, what do her. they
0: what do they call them event event battles event battles or something like that is i think what i saw them referenced as on a bunch of walkthroughs okay i didn't know it had an actual because there's because like, because like... the one where you fight <laughs> later uh somebody's ghost is also one of those because of the the thing attached to him or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lavitz? Yeah. But
1: spoilers. Not... Spoilers, we'll get uh, to that in a minute. <laughs> so you do this battle, and Sh- uh, Shirley is her name. She's like, all right, you're worthy of whatever. And he gives you the White Dragoon Spirit conveniently enough because there's no fucking plants there anymore. So you go back, and Dark puts the sp- Spirit on... Shauna's body, and everybody holds, or I think he just does, holds up his Dragoon Spirit, and it resonates, and she's cured of poison, and she becomes the White Dragoon.
0: Surprise, surprise, surprise.
1: So uh, everybody's happy, honky-dory, and uh, Dart hears about this, uh, like, tournament, battle tournament that's happening in the town, and so he enters the tournament and he he pretty much kicks everybody's ass until you get to Lloyd, wherein Lloyd uh, kicks you in the dick, and while you're on the ground, he kicks you in the face, and then he spits on you and walks away, because you can't... This is one of those unwinnable boss battles, so don't use any fucking resources here. Every time you attack, he just dodges dodges it, and he's like, is that all you got? And then he just whoops your ass. So, I guess they did that to kind of make him seem really intimidating because he's the big bad or whatever. Um, So you do that kind of shit. Everybody's disappointed, Dart lost, but whatever. Um, After that, you find out that uh, King Albert was kidnapped and you have to go back to the prison to free him. When you get to the top, you find Lloyd um, and he's got King Albert, or no, you got the fucking ward in there. Who's a sadistic piece of shit? He's threatening to kill King Albert against the Emperor Diaz's wishes, and he's like, "As soon as the sun, you see the sun, I'm gonna cut your head off, whatever." So everybody makes it there. You kill the guy. You start freeing Albert, but then Lloyd shows up, and Lavitz is like, "I'm gonna kick your ass," because I my king blah 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 whatever. So he turns to a dragoon. He flies up in the air, comes down to stab Lloyd and Lloyd pulls out this fucking wicked looking sword that's like smoky galaxy dust looking thing I don't know how to describe it but it's like a flowing thing that's alive
0: the Dragoon and... Buster
1: oh I was gonna get into that later but yeah so it's a wingly weapon which we haven't talked about yet but yeah. um, he pretty much just stabs Levitz in the fucking chest and it blows blows him up essentially it just he gets rid of his Dragoon armor he falls to the ground he dies everybody's sad and what did you know it we got another Dragoon right there, ready to go. King Albert, he inherits the Dragoon spirit. So he decides to travel with the party to
0: get how, revenge. How convenient.
1: Because he also, uh, Lloyd stole the kingdom's sacred treasure, the moon orb. And
0: he he's trying to get that back. So, like, when we first meet, like, King Albert, like, I was not, like, that's a 26-year-old dude on the screen. Or whatever. He turns out to be like I just the first time we saw we see Albert, I'm like, that's an old man, right? Yeah, no I just nothing about his sprite made me think that's a young dude that's gonna fight. And then like we rescue him and he gets the dragon spirit. I'm like, so okay, we get some old dude turn into a dragon, I guess, or whatever. And then it's like we get in the battle, I'm like, oh, oh,
1: didn't they show his face portrait before like when you're talking to him? I don't, maybe not, maybe that's something in the menus when he joins you.
0: Yeah, but it's not till after he joins you.
1: Don't old people typically have gray hair, though? Like, white hair? Not
0: know? always. Like, I'm thinking, like, I was thinking, like, you know, mid-40s, like, Herschel or whatever. His name doesn't have gray hair, does he? Oh, yeah, but his face looks old. Like, he's got those... Hashel. My one. my better. Hashel. I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that whole thing later.
1: Uh, and Hashel joins your party uh, at Lohan. Yeah. After the tournament. Yep. You meet him there. Whatever. Not really important yet. He just, uh, like, he's this martial artist guy that was traveling with Dart at one point in time when he was... Oh, I totally forgot his whole quest. So Dart left <laughs> and the game. So he was heading home because he was trying to... <laughs> All
0: right. Oh, <laughs> that's because this story's stupid. But go on, just continue.
1: So he's a... Uh... So back to the beginning he's he's heading home because he left like five, three, five years ago something like that to get revenge on this black
0: hooded guy man,
1: whatever, yeah. that uh was destroyed that's destroyed his hometown and uh during his adventure he met uh hashel and they kind of fought together and then he decided that he was done looking he wanted to go home or, or whatever so that's how they know each other Um, so, you get Albert and your party, they go back to the very first town that's been destroyed, and they kind of group, like, kind of get their morale up, and they're like, alright, we gotta, the only way we can stop this war is to kill the Emperor, so, you go in and attack the Emperor's home base, uh, you work your way up, you kill the guy, who ends up, who, you you know this from before, he's Albert's uncle, who killed his dad, which is, seems to be a running theme in this game, like, people killing their,
0: their yeah, friends pa- and shit. Yeah, patricide is a big thing in this in this fucking game.
1: So, uh you kill him and he's like I was actually like he does this fucking this heel turn where you, he's like up until you're fighting him he's like I'm the I'm gonna fucking rule everybody. Uh Emperor well, no.
0: Dole? Dole.
1: No. Is that the, that's his name. I think D, no. Is Dole him or is Dole dad. I can't fucking emperor. Dull, I think Diaz. Emperor,
0: emperor... Diaz is Dole is... is uh is Albert's uncle.
1: Yes. Okay. So my bad. You actually fight Emperor Dole, who is under orders by Emperor Diaz to what do whatever the like fuck he's doing. So he's being all evil. While he got the dragoon spirit from him, I guess, and so he's a dragoon of yeah. lightning. So you kill him, and as he's dying, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Blah, 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 blah. And King Albert's like, okay, I okay, forgive you. And then everybody starts walking away, and by golly, what did you know it? The Dragoon Spirit's like, hold on, don't leave yet. I've got a surprise for you. Hashel's actually a Dragoon. Ta-da! So now you got like a party of five Dragoons. Jesus. And like every, every time this this shit happens, like I'm with Rose. She's like, it's this fucking... She's like, she's like, is this really happening right now? This can't be a coincidence. What the fuck's going on? Like, she doesn't believe this shit. She's, it's almost like she's like, this is a fucking game, because no way this shit's gonna ever fucking happen. This didn't happen a thousand years ago when I was alive, doing this shit, finding dudes. Whatever. Um, so everybody leaves this is the end of disc one. Um, you decide collectively to chase down Lloyd to get the moon uh, gem back and put, get revenge for lab, all this kind of shit. So, uh, I guess I'm going to cut the rest of this short. Essentially, you go through the game. You, The next place you go to uh, is pretty much, I guess, I don't know if I would say the worst part of the story, but it's like you go to this kingdom, and they won't let you in because the princess is a bitch. On the way to the next town to get a boat, to chase Lloyd. Dart gets his Dragoon spirit stolen. And Rose is like, you're a fucking retard. I'll just let that happen. Um, you get you you decide collectively to kill all the bandits who are terrorizing the towns in this country. And also get your Dragoon spirit back. So you do that. You find out that the princess is actually an imposter. So you go back and stop that shit from happening. Because... Why not? Uh, there's like a, uh, like an adult ceremony. Like, congrats, you're 18. You get the, the country's magic artifact thing. Now, here you go, ceremony. So you go there to stop that, but you're too late. The person who was pretending to be the princess is actually a wingly, and she takes the, is it the moon dagger, and flies away, and so you got to chase her down. So you finally, you go through, like, you get on a boat, you fight a ghost ship, you fight this bitch, who is also a Dragoon.
0: Okay, she's so, like a dragon. This, 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 the plot of this game is basically that, that part of every Scooby-Doo episode, where they're all running in and out of different doors, like, chasing each other around. Like, cause it's always like, ah, somebody's got the thing! Get em! Ah, somebody's got the thing! Get em! And it's just non-stop chasing somebody with a thing. It is just incessantly chasing somebody that's stolen a thing.
1: Yeah. It, so it is.
0: It is. It's something. I guess,
1: I guess I'll just get into the, the whole meat and the bones, I think, going area by area. Essentially, everybody, uh, you fail, which as you do in most RPGs, and Lloyd gathers all the artifacts uh, that everybody had. He, managed, he managed, manages to also obtain the Dragoon Spirit of the Divine Dragon, which is the most powerful dragon in the world. Um, eventually Dart and everybody, you also get Kongo in your party, you get Meru, which is this wingly chick.
0: Yep. Whatever, it doesn't
1: matter. Uh, Dart and everybody manage to defeat Lloyd. Um, He agrees to bring them to Emperor Diaz, um, and he kind of, when you meet Diaz, he kind of gives you the meat and the bones of the story, which is, uh... During the height of the Wingley Empire, over 11,000 years ago, there were these creatures, There's was a creature called the Viraj Embryo, which is also known as the God of Destruction, that was born from this world tree thing that has seeds that create all the species in the world. Which was a thing that bothered me, because there's like, there's like 140 seeds or something, but there's way more fucking creatures in the world. Anyway... Um, <clears throat> Wingleys were the only creatures that had a lot of magic when they were born, so that's how they ended up taking, up the world, taking over the world, because they were the most powerful thing to exist at the time. Um, when they found this Virage embryo, they used their magic to separate its body from its soul, and they protected them so they could not be destroyed. Then they threw the body into the sky, where it became the moon that never sets. And they sealed it using several magical signets, um, which are the artifacts that Lloyd went out to find the moon gem, the moon dagger, and the other one. Um, one of them were each given to the Wingley, ancient Wingley cities to prevent the soul and the body from returning, because the goal of the God of Destruction, the Virage Embryo, is to pretty much obliterate the world and start fresh. Um, obviously, nobody wants that. So the soul of the God of Destruction was placed inside a Crystal Sphere, which was worn um, by the ancient wingly ruler, Milbuframa, to increase his power. However, uh, the humans were tired of the wingly shit, so they rose up and had a rebellion, which became to be be known as a Dragon Campaign, where they harnessed the power of dragons and turned them into dragon spirits and used that to give to warriors who were chosen by dragons to become dragoons. Um, whenever the uh, Dragoon decided to assault the uh, Wingly capital, I guess, wherever Melbukhrama was, uh, they accidentally, or I guess maybe intentionally, something happened and the crystal sphere that was housing the soul of the God of Destruction broke and sent it free into the world. Um, and ever since, every 108 years, I believe, the soul of the God of Destruction is reborn into the child of a human. And uh, it, its, its ultimate goal is to get back to its body so that it be, it can become one being again and fulfill its duty to destroy the world. Um, the black demon creature, whatever, which is actually Rose. Uh, so after this dragon campaign, everybody died except Rose. I think uh, Dart's dad managed to escape too, but I think he had like amnesia or some shit. Well, he gets. Um, I
0: think he's mind controlled by. Okay. He's possessed. No, that's right. He's possessed yeah, he by gets, uh, Melbu. Melbu Prama, and he gets he, turned to stone. Well, no, he's he's posing. He's Emperor Diaz.
1: No, no, no. But like he gets he gets possessed and he gets turned to stone because he's frozen like as a stone. And then some like over the time, uh, over the years, he kind of the spells wears off. Okay. And he he doesn't have his memory anymore, and he ends up in Dartstown. Um, and meets Claire. Who it's, it's hinted at is Hashel's daughter because his goal was to find his daughter who ran away. Uh, and so it's kind of like their dart is Hashel's grandson. God, just kind of thing. Oh my God. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so Rose, uh, she decides she's the last dragoon left, that she's going to prevent the soul of the God of Destruction from being, meeting the body and being reborn and giving everybody. So every 108 years, she she goes and finds the, the reborn soul and kills the child and it wipes out the town, whether by choice or because... Whatever, she just fucking destroys everything, essentially. Um, but this time, she missed Shauna because I think she had a, a sister. And she killed the sister instead of Shauna or whatever. Um, Anyway, essentially what happens is... Uh, Emperor Zeke kidnaps Shana, or Emperor Diaz, who reveals himself to be Dart's dad, kidnaps Shana, and tries to use her body to reunite, or uh, the soul with the the body of the god of destruction, using the three moon things. And it's revealed then that it's actually Melbuframa controlling Zeke. Anyway, oh, God. <laughs>
0: And Nick's not fucking wait, wait, kidding. Stop? Nick's not fucking kidding. Like, this is all thrown at you in the last hour of gameplay, maybe. I mean, you get a lot of the background on, like, the wingleys and, like, the, like, the, some of the stuff for the world. But this bitch becomes, like, this, like, bukkake of just interlacing fucking threads to this plot And just, like, the last minute, like, they just kind of, like, blow their fucking load. And it's just, it's, it's something special. Because it's all framed with just the worst written dialogue or its translation or something. Now, Nick said that he didn't, he couldn't think of anything. But I got the script pulled up here. And I would like to read you a little, a little, uh excerpt
1: well, before we get into that let me just read the, the official last sentence or two so essentially everybody goes to the moon that never sets fight mobuframa rose and zeke sacrifice themselves to kill to finally destroy mobuframa everybody returns home and is happy honky dory
0: the end so uh this is just a segment this is where you meet lavitz okay because it's like the first thing i i just scrolled through and found and uh So uh, Dart pops in, it's like, Dart says, is this Civil War? Guard says, you, who are you? Are you a dog of Basil too? And then Lavitz comes in. Lavitz asks, who are you? Dart says, I am Dart. I am not your enemy. Lavitz says, I am Lavitz Slambert. I am the head of the first knighthood of the kingdom of Basil. Well, it seems we don't have time for introductions. What the fuck did we just do? (laughs) That sounds like an introduction to me. And then, and then there's a whole, and then Dart's like, no, we don't. Like, why, it just, and then, it's, it goes, it's just a bunch, it's a bunch of short sentences that don't make any fucking sense. Like, uh, here we are, uh, this, this is verbatim, Lavitz, I will carry out your wish, period. You said Dart, period. I cannot imagine there is somebody who intentionally comes to Helena, period. What are you up to? What? I will carry out your wish. You said Dart. I cannot imagine there is somebody who intentionally comes to Helena. What are you up to? What is that is nonsensical. That is nonsensical. It doesn't make any grammatical sense. And this game is chocked full of that shit. You know how many times I had to reread dialogue boxes and just try and translate what the fuck they were talking about?
1: I do. I don't because I didn't. I didn't have to do that. Okay, uh, I just. Read, I read it. It was like all right. It kept me on.
0: God. And then like, <clears throat> where is it? Like, it's like, and they'll say shit like like, just out of nowhere, they're like, especially to Shauna or Shayna, they'll be like, you should go cook dinner. And then she'll leave, and they'll be like, she'll make a good wife one day. Like, oh my god, what is happening? Like, she's got a dragoon spirit, why are we just making her go to the kitchen while we do things?
1: It's because they've seen her fight, and they're like, uh, she better just stay in the kitchen.
0: It's the worst, it's it's the worst dialogue, I think. Maybe since Monster Seed. On this fucking show. It is bad. Now, the story itself, like, the ideas they're playing with is cool. Like, they have a lot of scope. There's a lot of backstory. The game loads in with, like, the ominous voice acted. 8,000 years ago, there was the race called the Wingleys. And does this whole cool thing, right? And I'm into the the cheese of that, right? But it's just not put together well. It is... uh, it's so, it's just.
1: So it's, despite there being weird. a problems, I had, there was a lot of stuff that I liked in the dialogue. Like when Albert nerded out about the, uh, they get to that that one town on the second disc and they're, that one guy is like a conservationist. And they're nerding out about like, tending trees and like, how are they going to. Well, like, uh, block out land for like raising crops and shit, and he's like walks off, and starts talking to the, Everybody in the party's like, "Is this fucking really happening right now?" But, uh, that, like I guess
0: it's, it's just- I mean, like Albert. It is um, that is a thing. Like I'll give it credit for like all the characters are basically dorks. Like they they have a very natural like. There's a lot of extra dialogue that's just banter, like irrelevant banter that occurs in the game, and that that's kind of cool. But it does kind of draw some stuff out sometimes when it's like, they'll go from trying to explain a story beat to just bantering. It's kind of like, okay, we can move on now. You don't have to keep with the banter.
1: Yeah. I guess they were were like trying to make it too natural. You don't need that when you're playing a game.
0: Yeah. No, not when you're trying to build like this really fantastical, like world with all this deep backstory. And then you make, especially like, I don't know. I thought we were worshiping dragoons and like stuff like that. And it's always it always takes me out of a game when you're trying to build a a specific type world. And the first thing one of the characters says is "Oh my god," it just takes me out of the game because especially when you've kind of set up this world where like they worship these dragon these dragoon spirits, and it's like, what do you uh, mean? Wh- oh, why do they
1: say they worship dragoons?
0: It's like in the in the uh, I don't know. It's just implied in the uh, the little intro video where they give you the recap on the wingley and the Dragon War.
1: I don't think they worship them because I think they were just, if anything, they were held up as like the strongest humans, not necessarily religious figures. Because most people don't know what the fuck they are anymore. That's, they haven't seen 1100,000 eleven hundred thousand. That's years fair. Ago.
0: I don't know. It just, it kind of throws me off. Like, when they, they, they're just like, oh my god. I'm like, what god? Like, I'd rather you be like, 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 uh... That's,
1: that's a really finicky fucking translation thing, man.
0: <laughs> it is. It is. But the whole fucking translation's busted. Like, and I don't know if it's just the translation. It could be they had terrible dialogue in Japan, too. Hire better writers. Could be. So, that's, that's just my crux of it. I'm gonna rate story. It's like a like a two point five. Um, it wasn't for me. Like it was okay. Like it got me through, and there was fun parts. But it's like I said, it's this. It's like it's like that scene in every Scooby Doo movie where they're just trace like chasing each other in and out of tunnels, and then all of a sudden, like like you're chasing the wrong way. It's it's really weird. I'm
1: gonna give it a three and a half because I feel as a whole, I like the. The themes are going for, and I like some of the character manager. There's just certain parts, like you said, drag on a lot. Like I feel like this too is largely un- unnecessary.
0: Um, largely, almost entirely unnecessary.
1: Well, there's you get some story stuff there from Rose. So, but whatever. yeah, but you
0: could condense down a lot of that really weird yeah. shit. Like, there's not a whole lot of point to like. Uh, dart losing the dragon spirit really like i don't think there's a lot of stuff that you do that could have been done differently to reveal certain story parts without making it the same like chasing after something we've lost um yeah story hook because at that point like like even rose like rose is like oh you got to be better i'm like well you're here bitch like you're not helping us not get fucked up like Shut up! <laughs> like, yeah, you're not helping. We all suck. Like we're all the worst heroes ever. Like we're the people supposed to save the world. Well, the world's fucked because we can't seem to do a damn thing. So it is what it is. We're going to go into our second musical break. It is your choice. What is it, and why? Uh, I
1: chose Boss Battle Three because, like you said earlier, the hard, rocky. Music they have for especially all the fights—it's really my cup of tea. Um, I like a lot of the music in this game, actually. Like I don't find it's grating to the ears. I don't think a lot of it's catchy, but it fit where it needed to be. But um, you already picked some of the song, one of the songs I liked, so I just picked this one because it's good
0: too. All right, Boss Battle Three. when We come back. We're talking about music and visuals. Stay tuned. So, music. Do you have the composer up? I think I can pull it up.
1: Yes, Takeo Muratsu, who uh, I don't recognize him from anything, but he did Jumping Flash, and he did some stuff for anime, and then he died from
0: uh, cancer. Oh, boy. So, that's probably why we haven't seen him. Um, so, you said, for the most part, you like the music in the game or whatever you think it fits. I think all the battle music is good. Everything else was kind of meh. There's a couple character themes that are okay, um, but, like, I don't think... Because like, when they're not doing the hard rock, heavy guitar thing for, um, like, the the battles or whatever, like, the anything that's supposed to be, like, low-key and, like, either inflective or peaceful or whatever it is is done with this weird electronic synth sound but not in a good way like um i couldn't really find anything uh in that because i normally try and pick like a like a like a world map theme or like a like a forest theme or something that's that's kind of where they your composer would typically go in and sort of give you like a sweeping sort of uh melodic thing right And I feel like that's missing. There's not a lot of grand pieces here except for the battle music. And that's why I chose Boss Battle 2 for my first pick. Because it's just... The boss... Like, the fight music is really cool. Like, I'm with... Like, all the rock and roll stuff is great. And anytime they strayed from that, I felt like it fell flat. Entirely. So.
1: Okay. Uh... I I don't know. I don't really like you know me. I don't really like the uh, slow shit normally. Um, But like the place, like the very beginning of the game, like when you're in that field, you're running through it. uh, I like the music there. The music on the world map is kind of it matches the world map. It's boring.
0: Um, (laughs) It's okay because it matches how shitty the world map is. Is what you're telling me.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's I'm not saying it's great, but it's just like it's there. And it's I think it's like a ten I don't know, maybe fifteen second
0: loop, sounds like, but most of the tracks in um, this game are short. Most of them are like right around a minute, like anywhere from fifty seconds to a minute fifteen, which is really short for RPG music. Like most times the yeah. a track is like two minutes or so before it loops around. So um and like I said, I can I like the whole OST to kind of be good. With you know, of course you're not going to win all the tracks, but like even like the slower tempo stuff, like I normally can find a couple tracks that I dig, and this one I just couldn't. I just if it wasn't like they were trying to set up fast paced uh, or like frantic tempo, they just they just couldn't do it, um, unfortunately. Well,
1: well, looking at that guy's uh, composing history, it looks like he did a lot of fast frantic games that he could. Comp- the compositions for it so i guess that's his style
0: yeah and it works for a game like jumping flash where it's 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 a bunch of stuff going around and you're constantly moving like you're in this bright sort of world and you're dodging and jumping and doing the whole thing but like for an rpg though i feel like especially when they're trying to be serious and have these serious moments you gotta nail some of that that music and they really don't in in those moments Unfortunately for me. Uh, so, and I guess that, that, I guess I can get past bad translation or bad writing or weird uh, repeating story moments. Like, if you can make the atmosphere of what's happening impactful. But if what's playing in the background is kind of shitty, I'm having difficulty reading what's on the screen, and I'm chasing somebody for the 15th millionth time, like you're not you're not pulling me in like the music's supposed to be the glue that kind of pulls everything together and kind of covers up some of the weird bad pieces to make to make the chicken nugget you know like it's supposed to be that meat glue and it's yeah. just it's it, it just didn't do it here man like the again combat music on point everything else at, mediocre at best what the fuck was that right. I- what that's I don't know but uh I how do you how do you feel about the music down, how do you feel about the music
1: uh combat music excellent um everything else I thought was middling I, like it didn't take me out of anything but I guess I, I'm biased towards the game so yeah
0: so three three I'm also at a I'm at a I'm at a 2.5 like it's just slightly below uh below average unfortunately um next up is visuals now visuals okay so they chose to go away with the 3d that i think is the way that doesn't hold up the best that being said uh a lot of stuff in combat still looks pretty cool like a lot of the animations from like the magic and the dragoon stuff and the designs of the characters and their like character portraits, and these things are still really good. Um, a lot of the environments are still impactful. It's just um, I find for the PS1 era 3D, like early 3D, more stylized approaches like hold up better. Um, but that's not to say this is terrible. Um, some of the like running around on the maps sprites aren't the best. Um, I, I, they're kind of like FF8 quality, if you ask me. Uh, but, uh, like I said, the, and this one, I wasn't really overly impressed with, uh, like your run of the mill monster designs, but I did like most of the dra- dragon and dragoon, um, and like your big boss designs were all good. Just like your, your run of the mill common enemies. It's like, eh, they weren't, they weren't anything special, um, but how do you feel about visuals?
1: I think i uh, kind of feeling very similar to you. The in combat stuff was pretty good, except when the camera pans out too much and then everything starts getting pushly. Oh, yeah.
0: You know,
1: like, yeah. It's like, uh, how about you just zoom in a little bit more? Um, but I did appreciate that you could change the camera angle in combat, I think, with the right stick if you wanted to. Yep. Or maybe it was like the the trigger buttons. I don't remember. But it was one of those where you could change the, aim, the, the angle and that. That's actually pretty beneficial for combat because there are certain angles you can see the character swing their weapon better. And I timed a lot of my attacks based on when the, the collision of the weapon would meet the enemy, as opposed to trying to figure out the follow the square thing, because I felt like that lagged sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and it could also throw you off because if you had like an angle where it because when your character moves up to attack, it kind of dash forward and it, the camera zooms in. And if you're at an angle where it zooms in like behind the monster so, for some reason, you're like, uh, I can't really see <laughs> what the fuck's happening right now. So I always like to change the camera. Or,
0: or it zooms around the back of, of Shayna and you're like, what happened to her ass? <laughs> Where'd it go?
1: Exactly. she just got she Spongebob Squarepants.
0: <laughs> it's just like sucked right up into her anus. It's just like a black hole. Um,
1: but as for like the overworld and the, exploration, all that. Um, I think they did a decent job. I think a lot of the stuff looks hand drawn backgrounds, but uh, there was a weird thing that would occasionally happen where I felt like some stuff blended in too much. Yeah. So I couldn't quite figure out where the fuck I was supposed to go. They also like to do where they've got foreground images and you have to move behind them. So you can't yeah. see your character sometimes.
0: That's where the little helper, I always turn the helper arrows on to see where, what doors were hidden. Cause it felt like in every town, there were a few doors and entryways hidden behind other buildings. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it for me. I think. All right. Um, As a whole, I'm kind of positive about it.
0: You want to score visuals for me? I will give it a three. Um, I'll give it a three too. I think like it gets a little more heat than it deserves. Um, but it's it could have been it could have went a different route and and held up better uh next musical break is mine i chose jeek's theme because it's it's kind of this uh adventurous it's kind of one of the few non um super hard rock uh themes i can get behind so we're gonna listen to that when we come back we talk about overall experience and replayability Alright, So, overall experience for me is always a expectations versus reality thing. Like what did how was I how was I how excited was I to play it? How hyped up was it versus what I got? And like I said Legend Dragoon, it uh, is one of those games that a lot of people are like, "Yeah, got to play Legend of Dragoon, got to play Legend of Dra- Dragoon." And overall, I really did enjoy it. I don't think it's as good as um, people say it is but then like when I kind of went back and thought about it It's like yeah, it's in these these all these top lists, but it's always towards the bottom You know, it's it barely kind of makes the list kind of criteria and I think that's a fair assumption of it It's it's good. It does things different enough to be unique and memorable. It has enough stylistically story-wise um, Music-wise everything is enough little bit different to kind of draw you in, to give you a reason to play it. But as a a collective game, I think a lot of the aspects um, aren't as effective as they could otherwise be. Um, There's sort of little drawbacks to just about most things. And it wasn't a slog for me to get through, but it also wasn't... I was hoping for a game that would make me want to play it every day and this just didn't it didn't make me want to go i gotta get home and play legend dragoon unfortunately so overall experience for me i'm giving it a three and a half nick overall experience for you
1: uh i have a lot of nostalgia for this game yeah so i guess
0: it maybe colored my and that's fair we we admit this is this is how you feel
1: yeah um so I'm kind of like the opposite. I would come home from work and I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's play some more Legend of Like I think I finished it
0: way before you did. So. And, and as everybody knows, I'm going through a separation, so that could have colored yeah. many things, right? Like, it's probably unfortunate this is one of Brittany's favorite RPGs, but that's a <laughs> whole other fucking discussion because uh, I didn't even talk to her about it. She didn't even know I was playing it. So it, okay. it, it, it's just... I didn't. I didn't get out of it what I was hoping to get out of it.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. I just uh, I always you know thought back on it and was like, hey, I haven't played this in many years, and I never felt like, man, I don't I don't want to play it again. So having played through it again this time, uh, I get a lot of the complaints. I guess I see it through a clear lens. Um, but it's still I find it an enjoyable game. It's definitely, like you said, a lot more unique than everything else that came out around the time. And I guess I just enjoy the battle system so much that I can kind of get over a lot of the other mishaps.
0: It's sure, done. sure. I'm, and I can see that. Like It, it is fun to play. And I'm not, I, As much as I griped about the combat system and some of the stuff for the additions, it is fun to play. It is a unique experience. And there is something inherently fun and um can be rewarding with that little dopamine hit every time you you nail that uh that combo for sure
1: so I don't know i think uh, I really enjoyed it it's definitely i'd say it definitely deserves the place that it has on list that it's listed on, and I'm gonna give it a four overall
0: all right um replayability uh slash bonus content. I don't really know what we doing with this fucking category anymore. Uh like there's the stardust thing. Got okay, to make sure you get all the stardusts. Um there's I i didn't really do anything extra. Is there anything really extra other than that
1: stuff? Well, the side like the end game side quest is tied to stardust. You can't get there Yeah, MC's
0: yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And
1: yeah. that's that's really it. Like there's some mini games throughout, but they don't do anything for you. Like there's a like a chopping minigame you can play on the boat, the ghost ship, or no, the ghost ship. But before you get there, on the boat, and you just chop vegetables and shit.
0: And I don't um, think there's a tremendous amount of customization with the characters. I mean, there's, I mean, you of course can equip different additions, but that didn't feel like super um, customizable yeah. or anything like that. So it doesn't.
1: The most meaningful thing is the accessories, depending on what you put there.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: but- speed-boosting rings, then
0: that's really all you need. So, it just kind of um, doesn't, in my opinion, offer a whole lot on subsequent playthroughs or in-game content, so, I don't know, like a two? Where are you at on replay?
1: I'm at, I'll give it, I'll give it like a one and a half, because I feel like the only reason you you should play this game is if you really enjoy the combat, because you're not going to get anything new out of it. You just, if, if you've been hankering to play Legend of Groon, then you'll play it again.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. So, um, the uh, next, last musical break is yours. what did you pick and why?
1: Uh, this is dark theme, which I just learned was called dark Flame today. So that's nice. <laughs> I it was just like the, the uplifting theme because it plays whenever, like your party is like getting their shit pushed in, and something happens, and do a better job. Or like when I think Dart gets his dragoon activated for the first time, it's just a really upbeat and uplifting track. And I like like I like it a lot, and I, I get chills every time I hear it.
0: Awesome. Well, let's listen to our last musical break, Dart's theme. When we come back. We're gonna answer our Discord questions, talk about what game we are playing next, and wrap this bad boy up with a bow and call it a day so uh, stay tuned Alright, so let me pull up these Discord questions. We got some. It was kind of last minute. So I appreciate those that sent them in. Um, First question's from Kujo. He asks, does it hold up? Do you think it holds up, Nick?
1: Do I think it holds up? Do you think it holds up? I mean... I, I It depends on... each person individually, because I think it holds up fine. Blaine... Thinks it looks like shit. So, if it, it depends on your, I guess your 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 bar, your, your how, criteria, yeah. For, I think I think everything except the graphics holds up well, it, well, well enough. The combat is great. It's just the graphics that people have to get over because it does, it does that whole the panning thing where if it's zoomed out too far, shit looks, admittedly, it looks like shit it's like a blob of fucking pixels and you're like i don't know what the fuck that's supposed to represent but then when it zooms up uh the fidelity gets better i guess is the proper word and it looks decent enough everything looks identifiable so it just depends if if you can get past that
0: no absolutely uh by far the visuals are the thing that hold up the least and it's all that it's just that early 3D thing. Like you can either handle it or you can't. It, it it does take the FF8 route where it tries for a more realistic approach, and everything outside of I mean outside of combat is not the the character sprites, the things moving around on the map outside of combat are not the best. Okay, uh, in combat I think there's enough design quality to the dragoon forms to kind of uplift everything else. The base sort of combat models are kind of mediocre at best, sure. Um, and, and it's all down to that that choice they made in this early 3D environment to try and make it this way. And um, it was cool time. That stuff doesn't hold up, but everything else in the game holds up just fine. It's still worth playing. Um, Anderson, or that's me, As I have never played it. And know nothing about it except for it's four disc long. Do you think the game is too long? Um, I do not think the game itself is too incredibly too long. Like it's it's a it's a bit longer, but it's not as long as you would think out of a, a four disc game. Like what's uh what's the how long to be on this? Was it?
1: Uh, I would assume it's like forty hours, if that. But I'm not sure. Because
0: like you. Ex- Okay, so comp- Completionist is about 68 hours. Made an extra about 56. That seems about right. I mean, it's not short, um, but that depends on how you feel about long games. Like, If you're not into like a long game, then it's probably not for you. And I don't think there's enough subsystems to really keep you entertained for that long. So I guess maybe I am saying it's a little too long. Maybe it's about 20 hours too long. So,
1: for comparisons, they say it's about the same time to beat Final Fantasy main and extras.
0: Same time to beat what main and extras?
1: Final Fantasy seven.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot. There's a lot other like subsystems in Final Fantasy seven to play around with during that time.
1: Yeah, no, get, I'm just I'm adding to your argument.
0: Yeah. So it's um, drawn out. It's 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 too long. About I'd say about 20 hours. Too long. Um. So yeah, I think it's too long. Do you think it's too long?
1: I'd say so because it definitely drags, and I think I remember as a kid like playing it again and getting to like this story and being like, "I'm just ready to end the game."
0: Yeah. So um, uh, we'll come back to this question last. Uh, Kuja hmm. asked what our next game. We'll answer that in a minute. Uh, he also says, "Congrats on our hundredth episode." This is our hundredth episode, so welcome everybody. Fun. Why? I think we did okay talking about Legend of Goon, don't you? I mean, it could have been a better game. Yeah, that's true. It was going to be Super Mario RPG for our hundredth episode, and we did, we fucked that up. Uh, he asked, "What are my thoughts on the Orville?" I think it's the best Star Trek show since the Next Generation. So, whatever, take that or leave that. Um, and what system did we play on? I played it as a classic on my Vita. Where did you play it? Played on PS3. All right. Um, Josh asks, who was your preferred uh, lineup? Uh, you want me to answer first? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, typically I like to use uh, Dart, Albert, and Rose, but recently on this game, on this playthrough, I think I subbed out Rose for Hashelmore. I rarely ever use Kongle. I know Meru is the best character, but I just something about her I don't like. I'm and with you. Shauna and Miranda—they suck ass. I don't know why you would ever fucking use them.
0: Yep, I Dart uh, Albert Rose. Same here. Um, which of the green and silver dragons did you prefer? I mean, I think Albert's a cooler character than Labitz because Albert's like so. Albert's like this nerd. And Lavitz is just goofy. You know, like, yeah. so Albert's much better. And which of the Silver Dragoons did you prefer? Oh, dang. I guess no, but Shayna, I guess it doesn't really matter because I didn't really use either one of them.
1: Yeah, I think Miranda gets way less screen time. And at that point,
0: I'm like, I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah. Uh, How many editions did you master? And did you have a favorite?
1: all of them and i like i guess i like gust of wind
0: dance the most uh i mastered most of them i don't know how many total i did i mean but and i don't think i had a favorite because i changed them around quite a bit we already talked about the soundtrack and if it held up to our expectations why aren't you on the episode sorry buddy we were dancing around with scheduling on this one because the recording day for us is going to have to we were always on Saturday and we can't do Saturdays anymore. So it's just going to have to bounce around for a little while until I can get the downstairs studio set up. And I, I knew you kind of wanted to be on this one and I would have, I would have got you on. It's just, we, you know, stuff hasn't lined up that way. Um, so sorry, buddy. It's not that we don't want you on the show. It's that it's just scheduling. is a nightmare enough with two people, let alone trying to, Throw a third uh, cog in that wheel at this point in time. And um which one of the Wingly Capital Dungeons did I like least and most? Did you feel there was enough content? Uh I don't feel like there was enough content to justify sixty hours. I think we've been over that. Um do you have a favorite or least favorite for the Wingly Dungeons? I don't think I think I was pretty indifferent.
1: Yeah, I don't really. they're just more shit to get through.
0: Yeah, it was just more stuff. I didn't really. It was kind of everything was kind of blending together at that point. It's like fucking just, you just want to just be done. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. It's it's it comes too late in the game. Um. So. Uh. But let's come back up to Skis question. He normally would ask on a scale from one to ten how easy the game to masturbate to. This game's pretty low. Uh. Because there's really nothing of sex appeal occurring and it's all weird, blocky um character models. So for me it's a one. Uh but uh he wants to know how I've been holding up through everything and was actually gonna PM me today and check on me. Uh so on a scare from one to ten, how am I holding up? I'm doing pretty well. Um I'd say I'm at like an eight or nine. Like, you know it sucks having to do everything by myself because, uh, I do have, uh, my daughter four to five nights a week. Um, so she is major, you know, with me the majority of the time. Um, and that keeps me busy. And then, you know, there's, you know, I got to do all the laundry, all the things for her, all the dishes. I don't have a dishwasher, so I have to hand wash everything. Uh, you know, it's just, um, it's an old house, so I don't have a lot of the comforts that make things easy. So um, I just stay busy, eh, but that's good. I mean, I there was a while there where um, I was, I would say I was pretty depressed, but uh, that has since cleared its cleared itself up. I'm feeling good, moving forward, playing games, doing the shit, man. So uh, can't complain, man. Can't complain. and thanks goes out to everybody that's that has been cool and's been checking on me um throughout this whole thing. You guys know who you are and I really do appreciate everyone that's that sort of reached out to me and been like, "Hey man, how you doing?" and all that kind of stuff. Uh it does not go unnoticed. And those that I found the extra t-shirts for, I'm going to send those out. I haven't I haven't forgot about you guys. Um I'm going to I'm going to take care of that for you. Um so let's see. What was the next game? Next game is Parasite Eve. Right? That we decided on? Yes. So it was shorter. It's shorter. Um after that, I I kinda wanna get to Kingdom Hearts 3. I really do. But if we don't, it's not I'm not I'm not gonna like kick and scream about it. It's just that it's sitting there in shrink wrap and like Brittany's new girlfriend went and bought a PS4 and Kingdom Hearts 3 just so she could not play it. And I kind of just want to... If she beats it before me, I'm going to have a real problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm have a real fucking problem. Um,
1: All right, well, I guess we'll play that after Parasite Ethan.
0: But if we... If we don't uh, we don't really have to, but um, we can... Let's just Might get through... Well.
1: It's your turn to pick, and you are heavily leaning towards that, so let's just knock it out.
0: Yeah, so... um, What was I going to say? uh i did get my plat on spider-man though that was nice nice it said me and Kujo are gonna to have to do a bonus episode on that one too you should play it though it's it's fun like have you ever played any of the batman arkham games no but i, I
1: played arkham like origins for like an hour because i was that's
0: probably the worst of all the arkham games <laughs> uh,
1: that's... it wasn't impressive like, i think i played it after i played shadow of mordor or whatever and everybody oh, this plays just like Batman, and i was like, okay, let's play, I I like this okay enough, I'll give it a try.
0: It's, it's, this, like, eh. this is similar, but it's better, because, like, the Batman combat system is kind of, like, it's kind of, like, block, punch, punch, it's kind of, like, you kind of, like, the they get the Spider-Man fluid jumping around thing right, and there's a lot of, it, there's a lot of the combat revolves around, like, jumping up throwing you know webs in people's faces you know wrapping them up spinning them throwing them you know swinging like it's a very mobile um type combat and there are some really challenging enemies just like regular enemies um that appear throughout the game and it's uh it's really fun i don't know and it's it's like like Super detailed, like Manhattan. Like I hate to, s- like it's huge. Like this map is fucking massive. It's ridiculous. How many? Like how much detail is is in this recreation of Marvel's Manhattan? So, um... all right. It's 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 pretty cool. So Cujo, I'll hook up with you. We we'll, we might do something. Um, we'll see. But uh. Parasite Eve, and then if Kingdom Hearts 3 will be our last game of the season, man, how's that sound?
1: Well, I can't see anything more fitting, considering what we suffered through for the other fucking <laughs> Kingdom Hearts games.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I told you, I fucking told you not to play anything but one and two. It came out of my mouth, Nick. Yeah, yeah, man. Whatever.
1: So pass. <laughs>
0: I can't can't <laughs> guarantee I won't do
1: the same fucking thing though because I <sighs> I'm a bit single-minded about that kind of shit. Uh, so like when I watch a TV show or read a book series, if there's a new season out or a new book in the series, I have to start at the beginning again because I have to. Have you had a chance? To... That's like I gotta start over. I Gotta go complete.
0: Like it's it's not gonna make me butthurt if you haven't. But have you had a chance to read any of that book I got you for Christmas yet?
1: No, but I haven't read anything for a very long time. I and know. I have a,
0: That's why I said I wouldn't be butthurt. Like, I was I've just, got a
1: shitter you know, book. Like, you know The Magicians? I think I was reading it like two years ago. Got it. When I brought it over for like Christmas or whatever. like I'm still halfway through that.
0: <laughs> you should work on reading Reading more. It's good for you. Good for your yeah. brain.
1: I know. I did. Uh, I saw some research that said people that are avid active readers live like two years longer than people who don't.
0: Probably because they get more sleep. That's just I my guess, guess. It
1: has something to do with, with the cognitive functions in your brain. Oh, I'm you're sure. doing something as opposed to – like It says you, people that read magazines and newspapers uh, don't get that same level of boost that the people that read novels do or whatever. Hmm. Especially they, they highlighted fiction because fiction
0: – Because you have to do I all guess, this building and supplanting of uh... – what they're telling you, like, you have to fill in the blanks with your imagination when you're reading yeah. fiction. That's
1: that's essentially what they said. Your brain is working overtime to try to create these things that don't actually exist. Yep. then I just hand it to you anymore.
0: Yep. So, um, that's good. So I guess we can wrap this bad boy up, man. Um, so Parasite Eve next, man. This is good. Good to be back in the saddle, man. It's been a while. Feels weird. Yeah. So, um, it's good to be back for the 100th episode. Uh, appreciate Blaine and James for, uh, filling in that episode for us. So, let's wrap it up. You can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. Be sure you can find us on Facebook at The RPG Show, The RPG Podcast on Twitter. You can email us, podcast at therpgshow.com. You can, uh, or if you would, please, go on over to iTunes, leave us a rating and review. That is our primary source of new e- eyes and ears on the show. I can only, but I can only convince so many cable guys to come over and install shit and get them to listen to the show. Okay, like I can't keep that up. I need you guys to do do me a solid, rating or reviews on iTunes. If you, I know there's lots of people out there listening that haven't left them, and you're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. It's right there in your app. Just hit the button. Thank you. Do it now. You're listening to me. Fucking do it. All right. So uh now that i've done that uh, uh what else is there Listen to our buddies Blaine james over at the is it worth it podcast part of the retro rpg show feed on itunes and until next time say goodbye everybody all
1: right bye everybody ballin